Welcome to the live broadcast of a service for the worship of God, which is coming to you from the sanctuary of Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church in Richmond, Virginia. The live audio stream is available at the Grace Covenant website, which can be found at grace-covenant.org. Just press the listen button.
Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him. Bless his name. Good morning and welcome to Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church. I am co-pastor Calvin Sidnor IV, and we are so grateful for your presence on this beautiful, beautiful Pentecost Sunday. We welcome all who come, whether in person or online or listening over the radio airwaves. We are certainly grateful for your presence. We ask that you read your bulletin, for there are lots of ways to get involved in the life of the church and learn about what we are doing. I would like to, however, highlight some items. We have an evening circle parlor polish and patio picnic at 4 p.m. Tuesday, June the 7th. This is an opportunity for us to gather to tidy up our beautiful uh, social room. Please bring a picnic dish to share on the patio, and we will also have refresh, refreshing lemonade and iced tea afterwards. Frank Sinatra and Gene Kelly wrote the song, Take Me Out to the Ballpark. Grace Covenant wants to do just that. All are reminded uh, that the Richmond Flying Squirrels baseball game is Wednesday, June 8th at 6.30, and we would like to be there as a community. If you have not reserved your tickets so that we can sit together, please call the church office or email us at info at gcpcrva.org. No later than tomorrow, June 6th by noon. You can also reach out to Elder Brian Baird uh, to get your tickets reserved and to make a payment or if you have any additional questions. The theme is dress like your dog. So that sounds like it will be lots of fun. Lastly, uh, St. James Episcopal Church is having a Juneteenth concert on Sunday, June the 19th at 5 p.m. And everyone is invited. Juneteenth is the oldest national celebrated commemoration of the ending of slavery in the United States. The music will be by singers from Norfolk State University and the St. James Episcopal Church Choir. Now let us prepare our hearts and minds to worship our God. Please stand and join me in the call to worship as printed in our bulletins. <clears throat> Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, bless his name. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let us exalt God's name together. Rejoice in the Lord, O oh, you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. Once again, welcome to the live broadcast of a service for the worship of God, which is coming to you from the sanctuary of Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church at 1627 Monument Avenue in Richmond, Virginia. 
This is the 99th year of radio ministry at Grace Covenant. Today's date is June the 5th, 2022, and today's broadcast is number 5044. This morning's sermon, entitled Filled with the Holy Spirit, Saved by Jesus Christ, will be delivered by the Rev. Joanna W. Sidner, Covenant Co-Pastor. Assisting in the service today are Sharon Freude, guest organist, Bob Nichols, liturgist, <clears throat> members of the chancel choir, and Reverend Calvin Sidner IV, Covenant Co-Pastor. Our opening hymn is Let Every Christian Pray, which is number 130 in the Presbyterian Hymn. bountiful Spirit of God reminds us of the work of Christ and invites us to be honest about our sin. Please join me in a corporate prayer of confession and a time of silent confession to follow. Merciful God, you pardon all who truly repent and turn to you. We humbly confess our sins and ask your mercy. We have not loved you with a pure heart, nor have we loved our neighbor as ourselves. We have not done justice, loved kindness, or walked humbly with you, our God. Have mercy on us, O God, in your loving kindness. In your great compassion, cleanse us from our sin. Create in us a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within us. Do not cast us from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from us. Restore to us the joy of your salvation and sustain us with your bountiful spirit through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. 
The Lord is faithful in all his words and gracious in all his deeds. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. Know that you are forgiven and be at peace. Thanks be to God. seated. At this time, children ages two to six are invited to come to the front of the sanctuary. Church volunteers will lead them to the fellowship hall for children's uh, time during the worship service. They will be back in the fellowship hall for pickup afterwards. Nursery care for children of ages two is also available in room 103. Praise the Lord. Our reading and hearing of scripture and the word proclaimed are made effective by the work of the Holy Spirit. Will you join me as I pray the prayer of illumination? Holy Spirit, pour out upon us wisdom and understanding that being taught by you in Holy Scripture, our hearts and minds may be open to receive all that leads to life and holiness through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Old Testament reading comes from Psalm 104, verses 24 to 34 and verse 35b. Listen for the word of the Lord. O Lord, how manifold are your works. In wisdom you are made, you have made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. There is the sea great and wide and creeping things innumerable. Are there living things both small and great? There go the ships in Lafayetheon that you form to sport in it. These all look to you to give them their food in due season. When you give to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. When you hide your face, they are dismayed. When you take away their breath, they die and return to the dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works. Who looks on the earth and it trembles? Who touches the mountains and they smoke? I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. 
I will sing praise to my God while I have being. May my meditation be pleasing to him, for I rejoice in the Lord. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Good morning. What a wonderful day and an honor to be in the house of the Lord once again. Today's message comes from the book of Acts, chapter 2, verses 1 through 21. I will focus on verses 1 through 13. The Revised Standard Version reads as follows. Listen for the word of the Lord. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. And suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues as of fire appeared among them. And a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem. And at this sound, the crowd gathered and was bewildered because each one heard them speak in the native language of each. Amazed and astonished, they asked, are not these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, and Cappadocia, Pontus in Asia, Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs, in our own languages, we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. All were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others sneered and said, they are filled with new wine. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Today's sermon is filled with the Holy Spirit, saved by Jesus Christ. Please pray with me. Almighty God and everlasting Father, use me as your vessel to speak the truth. Be present with us through the power of your Holy Spirit. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. It is the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem during the festival of Pentecost. Pentecost is the second of three harvest festivals celebrating the Feast of Weeks, as we see in the book of Exodus. In second century Judaism, the day of Pentecost was on the 50th day after Passover and was regarded as the day when many people gathered in remembrance and renewal of the Sinai Covenant. 
There were people originating from regions of various backgrounds, devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem, celebrating Pentecost, thankful to God for the harvest. I imagine the streets were full of people. After all, it was a festival. There were probably foods and drinks of every kind, wine in particular, according to the accusation in verse 13, right? It kind of reminds me of a family reunion where everyone is excited to see each other and fellowship with one another with food and drink and great conversation. It's a festive atmosphere. So there were a lot of people in Jerusalem on the day of Pentecost. But the scripture tells us they were all together in one place. They were waiting in Jerusalem just as Jesus previously instructed them to stay in Jerusalem with the promise of sending the Holy Spirit. Who were they? Peter tells us in Acts chapter 1, it was not only Jesus' apostles, but about 120 persons. This is an important fact because 120 represents the number of people required to conduct worship in the synagogue. Just like our congregational meetings need to have a quorum to officially conduct the meeting, they needed 120 people to have worship service. They were not just waiting in place, they were waiting and praying, most likely in the synagogue. Solemnly, they waited and prayed because it had not been a long time since Jesus, since they were with Jesus. Not long since Jesus' death, resurrection, and ascension. Jesus died. God raised him from the dead, and over a period of 40 days, Jesus appeared to the apostles, providing proof of his resurrection and instructing them on the kingdom of God. Then he ascended into heaven before their eyes, and now they sit prayerfully, waiting for the promise of the Holy Spirit. They received Jesus' commission to be worldwide witnesses, and they were given his promise of the Holy Spirit that would empower them for that mission. They were on a roller coaster of emotions as they waited prayerfully for the Holy Spirit. Brothers and sisters, God wants us to wait for the Holy Spirit to guide us in God's mission to the world. Suddenly, from heaven, there came a sound like a rush of a violent wind and filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues of fire appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them, and all of them were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in foreign languages as the Spirit gave them ability. God knows how to get our attention. For the people in Jerusalem, on the day of Pentecost, it was a fierce wind, tongues of fire, and the apostles speaking in foreign language that caused the crowd to gather, amazed and bewildered by the Galileans' ability to speak in all languages 
of all the nations represented by that group. There are two important things to note here. First, some verses in the Bible and versions of the Bible say, as in verse 4, and they began to speak in other languages, while other translations say, and they began to speak in other tongues. In the original Greek, glossa means tongue or language. Moving ahead in verse 6, it says, one heard them speaking in the native language or dialectos in the Greek. In the context of this passage, the word language is the best translation for verses 6, 4 and 6 and following, which illustrates the amazement of the people hearing their own languages. Second, the Galileans were not known for their ability to speak foreign languages. According to scholars, many among the crowd were amazed that such simple Galileans would even know their language, let alone speak it. The gift of the Holy Spirit is not in the hearing, but in the Galileans' ability to speak other languages. You see, the Holy Spirit blessed them with a gift. 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4 and following says, Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are varieties of service, but the same Lord. And there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of spirit from the common, for the common good. To one is given through the spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge according to the same spirit, and to another faith by the spirit, and to another gifts of healing by one spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another the discernment of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, and to another interpretation of tongues. The Holy Spirit has the power to bless each of us with many different gifts and move us into the action of God's activity. Yes, through the power of the Holy Spirit, God got the attention of the crowd gathered in Jerusalem, and God has our attention today. God knows how to get the sinful world's attention by the cries of God's children in the streets crying, saying, enough is enough. Stop the senseless killing. Nothing but the power of the Holy Spirit can move God's people to speak the truth. On the day of Pentecost in Jerusalem, God got the attention of devout Jews from every nation in attendance by showing them the power of the Holy Spirit and the gift to speak in foreign languages. Can I get a witness on this day of the power of our triune God? Can I get a witness to the miraculous sign of the Holy Spirit at work using the apostles, the apostles to speak about God's deeds of power. In the Greek language, megalia tothia, God's deeds of power. This was the only hint in the entire passage about what the apostles were saying. 
They were declaring the wonders of God. Their testimonies were the language of praise. What a testimony for Jews of every nation under heaven in Jerusalem to hear. It was a testimony that reverberated throughout the world. The scripture says the crowd was so amazed and perplexed, they asked one another, what does this mean? Have you ever seen or heard something just so unbelievable that you couldn't process it? I imagine some witnessing the sign of the Holy Spirit that day of Pentecost were scratching their heads trying to make sense of it. And when they could not come up with a logical answer, they said, like the pop vocalist Jamie Foxx would say, blame it on the alcohol. They were filled with new wine. Those gathered that day came to the wrong conclusion. Indeed, they were not filled with new wine. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. Peter spoke boldly to the crowd, and I paraphrase, no, they're not drinking, it's nine o'clock in the morning. Then Peter reminded them of what the prophet Joel spoke. In the last days, it will be God, declares, that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. And your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. Even upon my slaves, both men and women, in those days, I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show portents in heaven above and signs on earth below, blood and fire and smoky mist. The sun shall turn to darkness and the moon to blood before the coming of the Lord's great and glorious day. Then everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call on the name of Jesus. Don't waste time being busy here and there. Use your time to get to know the Lord. Call on God. Tell God what you need. Jesus hears all of our prayers. Call on Jesus to heal your body. Call on Jesus for a new and better job. Call on Jesus to stop the coronavirus. Call on him to end oppression and racism. Call on Jesus to stop inhumane killing of men, women, and children in mass shootings. Call on Jesus to end gun violence and drugs and human trafficking. Call on Jesus through the power of the Holy Spirit and be saved. Brothers and sisters, are you calling on Jesus today? Are you relying on the power of the Holy Spirit for your special gifts? Today, on this Pentecost Sunday, we remember the miraculous sign of the apostles through the power of the Holy Spirit that gave birth to the church. The good news today is the message that God's deeds of power are for everyone. So brothers and sisters, be filled with the Holy Spirit and let Jesus Christ save you on this day. Amen. <laughs>
Jesus' church is always open. If you are searching for a church home where you can participate in the life and the body of Christ, Pastor Calvin and myself are available to talk to you. To God be the glory for the things he has done. Please stand if you are able and join in as we sing hymn 390 in the red hymnal, Our Open My Eyes That I May See. You are listening to the live broadcast of a worship service at Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church. You have just heard this morning's sermon entitled, Filled with the Holy Spirit, Saved by Jesus Christ, which was delivered by the Reverend Joanna W. Sidner. The congregation will now join in singing, Open My Eyes That I May See, which is number 330, 390 in the hymn book. Brothers and sisters, we have heard the word proclaim and responded in song. Let us now affirm what we believe together using the Nicene Creed as printed in our bulletin.
We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshiped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. May be seated. Let us give thanks to the Lord with all our being. In the company of the upright, let us honor God for the blessings and goodness we have received. The ushers will come forward and pass the plates at which time you may place your attendance cards, your prayer requests, and offerings in them. For those worshiping with us at home, we encourage you to continue your financial ministry by sending your offering either through the mail, through your bank, or online at www.grace-covenant.org backslash give online. To God be the glory for all the blessings of our lives.
blessed God of all creation, through your goodness, we have these gifts to share. Accept and use our offerings for your glory and for the service of your kingdom. Blessed be God forever. Amen. Please be seated. Today, as we remember all that Christ has done for us, we come to the table to share. This is the joyful feast of the people of God. People will come from north and south and from east and west to sit at the table in the kingdom of God. According to Luke, when our risen Lord was at the table with his disciples, he took bread blessed it and broke it, gave it to them, and their eyes were open, and they recognized him. This is the Lord's table. Our Savior invites those who trust him to share the feast that he has prepared. The Lord be with you, and also with you. Lift up your hearts, we lift, we lift them, them to, the, to Lord. the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It, it is right to give our thanks and praise. Praise you, God, for all of your works. Your cre you created the world and called it good. You made us in your image to live together in love. You made a covenant with us, and even when we turned from you, you remained ever faithful. Thank you, O oh God, for sending your son. He lived among us and told your story. He healed the sick and welcomed sinners. He shared our pain and died our death, then rose to new life that we might live and all creation be restored. Remembering your boundless love revealed to us in Jesus Christ, we break bread and share the cup, giving ourselves to you to live for him in joy and praise. Great is the mystery of faith. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Gracious God, pour out your Holy Spirit upon us and upon these your gifts of bread and wine, that they may be for us the body and blood of Christ that we may be his body for the world. By your spirit, unite us with Christ and one another until we feast with him and with all your saints in your eternal realm of justice and peace. Through Christ, with Christ, in Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor are yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. We give thanks that the Lord Jesus Christ on the night he was betrayed took a loaf of bread and when he had given thanks broke it 
and said, this is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you do it, remembering me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. As we take the bread, we ask that you hold it, that we might eat together. There is a gluten-free option in each tray. Likewise, we ask that when you receive the cup, that you hold it, that we might sup together. May we all be nourished by this meal together. While the members and friends of Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church are being served the communion elements of bread and wine, let us turn to reflect on the significance of the Lord's Supper. The Lord's Supper is one of two sacraments, both of which are visible signs, instituted by Christ, of God's invisible grace. The first sacrament is baptism. Baptism signifies God's welcome of the individual into the household of faith. As such, it is a once-in-a-lifetime event. The second sacrament, the Lord's Supper, signifies and communicates God's continuing spiritual nourishment and support of believers. Thus, it is repeated frequently. Both of these sacraments are extensions of the Word of God read and preached, signs of the gospel of the grace of God in Jesus Christ as proclaimed in the sermon. The communion service is at once a memorial of Christ's sacrificial death, a renewal of the spiritual relationship of believers with him and with each other in the community of faith, and an anticipation of the great heavenly banquet yet to come. By this supper, we are brought into closer communion with God and with other Christians, not only those present at this particular service, but also with those in all times and places those spread around the world, and those who have gone on before us, the great communion of all the saints. That is why the sacrament of the Lord's Supper is also referred to as communion.
body of Christ, broken for each of us. Take and eat. As we continue our discussion of the nature and significance of the Lord's Supper, we note that there are at least three dimensions of the Lord's Supper as it is understood in the New Testament. First, the past action of God in Christ and our memory of it. Second, the current presence of the living Christ and our celebration of it. And third, the future kingdom of Christ and our joyful anticipation of it. So, when we eat the bread and drink the wine, we remember the broken body and shed blood of Christ on the cross. We depend on the risen Christ to sustain our lives today, and we look forward to the great feast in his coming heavenly kingdom. All three of these dimensions are important parts of the Lord's Supper. If we were to emphasize only the past, the supper would become a gloomy and faithless remembrance of the sacrificial death of Christ, forgetting that he also rose victoriously from the dead. If we were to emphasize only the present, the supper would become a sentimental victory celebration, forgetting the cost of victory, that the risen Christ is the one who was rejected by a sinful world and who gave up his life for us. If we were to emphasize only the future promise, we would be celebrating a hope without remembering that Christian hope for the future is based on the victory of God in Christ, which has already happened, and we might fail to live joyfully, thankfully, and obediently in the present, in the strength and courage we are given now by the risen Christ, who is already Lord and whose kingdom is already on the way. As the supper concludes, we offer ourselves to Christ as he has already offered himself to us. Having been reunited with him, we are made ready to go out to fulfill the church's task in the world. The blood of Christ shed for each of us. Take and drink. Let us pray. God of abundance, with this bread of life and cup of salvation, 
you have united us with Christ, making us one with all your people. We praise you, God our creator, for your handiwork in shaping and sustaining your wondrous creation. We especially thank you for the miracle of life and the wonder of living as we remember the sacrifice of your one and only son so we might have eternal life. Thank you for particular blessings coming to us on this Pentecost Sunday, for your Holy Spirit that empowers us with gifts of creative vision and skillful crafts to proclaim your word with all our lives to all the world. We praise you for the resources of the earth, the ability to grow foods that nourish and strengthen us, for natural resources that enhance our daily living. Thank you for the treasure stored in every human life and the ability to share these treasures with one another. We pray for others, God our Savior, claiming your love in Jesus Christ for the whole world and commit ourselves to care for those around us in his name. We especially pray for those who work for the benefit of others, the healthcare professionals, first responders, especially in the events of mass shootings, wildfires, tornadoes, and storms of every kind. Lord, we pray for those who cannot work today. Provide resources and opportunities for them. Bless those who teach and those who learn with safe environments for education. Remove all fear and anxiety and enable them to work and learn in peace. We pray for people who are poor and in need of basic necessities. Move us to be a helping hand. We pray for the war-torn countries, for resolution and for peace. We pray for those experiencing loss of every kind, be it from sickness and disease, from natural disasters, from mass shootings and other crimes. Comfort them, O oh Lord, and provide hope where there is hopelessness. We pray for all in illness and pain, weary of the day and fearful of night. Grant healing and at all times through faith the gift of your indwelling peace. Bless the assembly of Jesus Christ, the church in every land. Make us eager in worship, fearless in proclamation of the gospel and passionate for caring. Bless our country and our leaders. Bless our children and grant us peace within our borders, O oh Lord. Grant us as a nation to be found effective in establishing peace throughout the world. God, our creator, yours is the morning and yours is the evening. Let Christ, the son of righteousness, shine forever in our hearts and draw us into the light of your radiant glory. Now, Lord, send us forth in the power of your Holy Spirit 
that we may proclaim your redeemed love to the world and continue forever in the risen life of Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, we ask these things in Jesus Christ's names as he taught your disciples to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Please stand if you are able and sing together hymn 443 from the blue hymnal, O Christ, the Great Foundation.
you leave this place, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. Now receive the blessing. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that you may be abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
For the past hour, you have been listening to the worship service at Grace Covenant Presbyterian Church in Richmond, Virginia. Please join us again next Sunday through our radio ministry or in our sanctuary at 1627 Monument Avenue. Just a reminder that the American Red Cross Blood Drive will be held here in the Fellowship Hall of Grace Covenant this coming Saturday, June the 11th, between 9 a.m. and 2 p.m. Your announcer today has been John Harris, and the engineer was Steve Kemp. This service streams live and can be accessed through the Grace Covenant website, which is grace-covenant.org. We now return you to the Truth Network on WLES, 590 on your AM dial and 97.7 on your FM dial.